Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. Sometimes clicks and sometimes doesn't. I think it's irregular. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Ain't nothing much. Just excited to be back to experience grind. Yeah, I am, too. Who are you? Uh, my name is Kyle. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Hi, who are you? My name is Ryan. What is this? What are we doing? This is Experience Grind. Is this reality? Post stream 2018. Yes. You can hear by the defeat in our voices. It was a a complete success. Still trying to recover a little bit here. Yeah. Not really. I'm all the way back now. I think I'm still a little jet lagged. What do you think takes a worse toll on you, this or the expo? Not counting blackout, Ryan. Not Com- counting bridge of the gap. Yeah, Ryan. completely ignoring that one. Your oh, previous two years. This. This does harder. Yeah. yeah, I think me too, man. I would even say more than like whatever bridge of the gap night. Like that morning sucked. But you, it was a catch up, but like Sunday I was completely fine again. You did party, kinda. Yeah, we, I, yeah. we, we partied Saturday. You were yeah. drinking while we were singing a little bit. We went right back to, yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't too bad. This, this is rough. It is rough, man. It is hard on the old body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not I getting think, sleep for that period of time. It's stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I've yet to hallucinate, but I have hallucinated no. from sleep deprivation before. Have you? Yeah. What what was that about? I was driving home after a concert one night after I'd gotten up super early for work. This was actually I went to see Incubus. Okay. And I had backstage passes, so I like was hanging out with them after the show. So I was coming home like super late. Mm-hmm. Uh a little not a hundred percent in my right state of mind already, and I'm sleepy. And I remember like twice on the highway, like super close to my house, I fucking saw a dog run out in front of me and like jerk and like fucking swerve a little bit and break and it's not a dog at all it would like run across and then just like vanish just like in a mist just poof gone fucking weirdest thing ever man i can't say that i've ever hallucinated or like seen anything that wasn't there at any point yeah i mean i definitely you never sleep at the wheel and done dumb stuff because of <laughs> lack of sleep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. Those rumble strips are there for a reason, man. Woo! Oh, yeah. They'll get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They will jog you the fuck awake, man. And that's yes. what, yeah. thank God for them. Or, good idea. Uh, but yeah, so we did the 24-hour stream for the mm-hmm. second year in a row. We can call it an annual thing. Yeah, we sure can. Uh... I think we are definitely planning to do at least one more, and then we'll see where we go after that. <laughs> I mean, as long as it keeps being successful and yeah. we raise the money, it's it's not about me. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'll do it. Whatever. Even if I'm miserable, I'll do it. As long as we're, well, we're. I mean, doing we know that because we've both been miserable at points <laughs> through both of these, and we still do it. I honestly, you know, I don't. I wouldn't say miserable. At any no, point for either I was of these definitely miserable for a few hours this year. I know you were. That's I was man. tired, exhausted. I kind of yeah. I definitely sometimes where I was like, oh, this is getting tedious. But like, never miserable, never miserable. Not good. You were though. What happened with you? Uh, just that thing. I've mentioned it many times on the show. Anybody who's listened, I have a thing with my equilibrium, and sometimes mm-hmm. certain games affect them. And for whatever reason, I was sitting in here watching Sean play Jet Set Radio uh, or Jet Grind Radio. Yep. And uh, just the weird floatiness and me not being in control of it, uh, I felt it start to really fuck with me. And uh, if you, I just got, I had to leave, and then I, I just laid in uh, the other room with a wet, cold wash rag on my ass for a few hours. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I, I was telling you out there, if it really would have got into me, man, there's a good chance I'd have been down for like ten hours. Because, oh yeah, once those spizzy dents hit you, hit or dizzy spins. The thing is, I didn't even yeah. realize you had said something. Busy dins is what I said, but <laughs> once those dizzy spins hit you, man, it uh, it can take a long while for you. I call it my brain to just reset and like mm-hmm. understand what is level again. So, sure. Uh, luckily, I was able to cut it off and not make it as severe as possible, and came mm-hmm. back and finished out a majority of the night. Yeah, you came back, and then um. You rallied for Mega Man X. We all kind of like took turns together. rallying there. Yeah. Yeah. We we rallied real hard towards the end. We were really pushing each other. I don't even remember what we were playing at the end. It was Stick Fight. We came back to Stick did Fight. We, 
But a surprise hit of the fucking evening. There's always yes. one of those. Last mm-hmm. year it was Gang Beasts that everybody wanted to keep playing. Yep. Uh, and this year it was Stick Fight. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 Gang Beast was flipping me out because it kept stuttering until uh, I think it was Dave pointed out that it's actually when you pressed the, the right trigger. Yeah. It's uh, probably taking, he said, steam snapshots. <laughs> sure, it's probably, probably true. You yeah. probably have a hundred of those. Because then I learned about it, and then that's all I was doing. Oh. Was taking pictures to, you Just know, fill for up. my advantage. But man, it's a picture. The, the amount it would take to fill up a modern hard drive. I know. That's what you How have. many pictures do you think it would be to fill up, like, one terabyte hard drive? I mean, talking probably highest quality picture. No, let's say, resolution let's say 500 KB pictures. Like, just like... Well, I mean, mathematically, you could do that math yeah, and, sure. and tell at that point. Well, do it mathematically then, because I can't... I don't want to. Yeah, That's I don't not either. fun. This isn't math grinds. Here, here uh, listeners who have calculators... Experience arithmetic. Tell me what that is. With Whatever Lyle that question and, I ask. Lyle and... Lyle and... Brian? Brian. There you go. Thank you. It's a Lyle came it. much easier than any Ryan sounding name. There's no, there's no good Kyle, right? Like Lyle, Lyle, like Lyle Lovitz. Who do you know? Have you ever met anybody named Lyle? No, except for Lyle Lovitz. Yeah. You've actually met Lyle Lovitz? <laughs> yeah, real jerk. Is he really? No, I don't know. Oh, I, I thought, know, I man, even, I was ready to. I don't even know who Lyle Lovitz is. See, I'm pretty sure you it's got country. scared. We we could have improv this whole bit about you meeting Lyle Lovett, and it would have been fantastic. But you, you shut it down. You gotta, you gotta go. Uh, I have trouble with the first I... step of improv, which is the <laughs> yes and. <laughs> Just constantly. What would the name of our improv group be? Uh, it's got to be are something. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I mean, usually it's some incredibly god-awful pun, but no. I like that one. That's good. It just fits everything. Are you sure you want to be here right now? Are you sure? Are you sure this is improv? Are you sure you want to try to do improv, Ryan? Are you sure? Well, that's good, man. Uh, all around, good stream. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get into the nitty-gritties, but we kind of hit our soft goal. I I think you put up as, what, 4,000? Yeah. On the site? And I was like, yeah. Uh, I know. We're probably not going to get that. That's just a long shot. I should have maybe done two, but, eh, but I think it's our, better to shoot for the stars. Our goal was just to beat... What we did last year. Next year we're going for we 6,000. That's what you say. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. Mm-hmm. I will be going for a much more realistic <laughs> number. You see, it's improv. Yes and no. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, it's, it's called yes and not. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's not how improv works. Hey, man. All right, I need you to be a janitor who's on fire but doesn't know it yet. No, I'm not doing that. Why would that? That okay. wouldn't happen. In <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense. Why would the janitor be on fire? Man, it's too bad he's not still alive because you could write an amazing comedy for <laughs> Alan Rickman. Yeah, I think so. Or Steve Coogan. I think Steve Maybe, Coogan yeah, could Steve kind Coog- of pull off that humor. He could humor. pull it off. He could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of humor, Ryan. Yes. What are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about the probably underrated, undersung hit of 1991. Can you call it a hit? I don't think it was a hit, because no. I don't think it made its money back, unfortunately, from what I saw. But maybe it's a cult treasure? I don't uh, know if it even is that. I, I there's know. There's very few people who I've ever talked to who just have ever even heard of this movie. A completely overlooked movie. You had never heard of it. I had never even heard of it. Most people no. I've known have never heard of this movie. Yet it stars Sylvester Stallone, star of Copland. Here, <laughs> uh, yes, that's a Patreon pull, people. Um, friend of the now. show, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a good friend too. He, well, I don't know. I have thoughts on that, and I can immediately think. Well, it probably didn't do well because during this time, this was like '90s, early '90s, the peak of like Jean Claude Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that action, like that really good late 80s action is still kind of carrying over into the early 90s and to take Sylvester Stallone and remove him from that in pretty much every possible way and put him into like a slapstick 1930s comedy of errors it's probably not what that audience was looking for at that time my dad would not go to see the movie Oscar he would not know he would not find joy in it but he would go see goddamn 
Steven Seagal fight a man with a lawnmower. I mean, I would too. Why? No. I'd see both of Not those in this things. But, Are you sure? Well, here's the thing. I don't know. Uh, who the fu- All right. So we're just into Oscar talk at this point. Yeah, I we're think go- so. We're diving in. <laughs> I don't know who this fucking movie was made for. I know hmm. why this movie was made, but I don't know who the target audience for this film is. Uh, me. <laughs> yeah? I think the target audience is me. So, Hard on the Sleeve, you liked Oscar? Um, Hard on the Sleeve, I, I quite enjoyed Oscar. I fucking love this movie. I told you, dude. Okay. This movie is amazing. I don't know if I quite love it yet. Because yeah. I think with any comedy, you have to see it a few times mm-hmm. and see kind of how it sticks. And then you kind of pick up more pieces as you go and see things as they repeat. Because Oscar definitely relies on repetition mm-hmm. of jokes. Well, it's a stage play. Yeah, which Modified for the yeah. movie. Uh, and it feels like it. Yes, it, it definitely does. Like it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a part of stage play is those callbacks because people are there. It's mm. a big thing, in, especially live comedy. Come- a good comedian can do a callback. Okay. So that makes sense. I think, it's, I think that's its emphasis of being a stage play. Yeah. So. And it's it's more focused on not really any visual gags too much, except for maybe like you could say the, the pair of the, 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 the bag of panties being yeah. emptied out at certain points. But otherwise, it's all really reliant on the prose. It's the words and the dialogue between and the, the reactions, like those those character actors yeah. that bring these yeah. that they're like oversized, but they fit this world. Yes, if you look around Sylvester Stallone, everyone is a character actor. Like Chaz Palminteri, yep. um, you have Harry Shearer from The Simpsons pop up as the, what the one of the Taylor brothers, the Fiducci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, who, not Chaz, who else? Um, I can't think of Aldo, like kind of the main henchman. I can oh, picture yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah, that, face. He's like the, the bumbling dark haired yeah, guy. I've got his name. Let's see. Let's see his name because I, you know, you want to get I don't know, but you would know this guy if you've seen him. He's been in a lot of stuff, but like he's so good as like the least eloquent of all of them. He's got like the real oi to his R's, like shoy, shoy. Is he the is he the one that is constantly pulling out guns too? Um, no, I think that's Chaz Palminteri. Yeah, that Connie. Yes, that, yes, that's my favorite henchman. He's great. <laughs> I mean, it's him and Aldo. I do like yeah. Aldo quite a bit. Yeah, Aldo too. Yeah, but man, I like because he is always so in the story. Let's let's give the like, kind of a recap. Oscar yes. is a gangster, a mm-hmm. 1930s wise guy, eh? Mm-hmm. And his father is dying and this is where the movie opening a gangster boss he's like high up yeah he is a he's a boss Mm -hmm. he's a tony soprano Mm -hmm. of this era um but his father's dying his father hates this life that he's become Mm -hmm. and who the fuck is his dad it's uh kirk douglas yes kirk douglas in one of his last roles Uh uh-huh plays this fucking dude and hates and he's like i want you to go straight (laughs) and he's like i can't deny my dying pop on his deathbed i gotta go straight so Sylvester Stallone sounds like he's had some issues. Well, I can't do a good Stallone. I can't, I can't do a good Stallone impression. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. 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 I mean, if only I wish Stallone was here, right? I should have tweeted at him and let him know we were doing Oscar. You know, I bet he'd talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause who talks about Oscar? (laughs) No one. (laughs) I like to think. If people supported Oscar, we would have seen a very different Sylvester Stallone. That's what he wanted route. to do. That he wanted to do this movie to break into yeah. comedy. That said, he tried well, it a couple other times and it still didn't work out. So let's. All right. Well, we'll I'll, we'll get more into this. Okay. I think, but let's get back to the the Pinning. story as you're laying out. Pinning that. Yeah. yeah. So his his father dies. Wants him to go straight, and he says he will. And so the whole rest of the movie is him. Trying to adapt to a non-criminal lifestyle mm-hmm. and having everyone else around him adapt. And the fact that it's – he's the boss, so they have to do what he says. But he doesn't want them to do what he says because then that's still the life of crime. So it's still – it's – and they have all mm-hmm. these old habits and one of them is this character who – he doesn't want guns around anymore. <laughs> the Sylvester Stallone or Oscar doesn't want guns because guns doesn't mean legitimate. He wants to be a – I think he wants to be a banker, right? Yes. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Uh, but yet, this guy constantly is always pulling guns out on people, and he's, t- he's like, I told you no more guns. It's it's just an old gag, but it's performed with so much love, and just, ah, it, it's like the artist, almost. Like, it's a love letter to hmm. an era. Sure. Not done as nicely, 
No. And adapted from something already established. Well, one's a much more kind of simple comedy. Mm-hmm. And the artist aims to be much more yes, than that. Yes, yes. And that's, and you can't really fault but they Oscar do, for that. But like mm-hmm. I said, I when I told you to watch this movie, it's like, so this is directed by John Landis. That's interesting to me. Yes. yes. And he <laughs> said his intention was to make it like a Looney Tunes cartoon almost. It feels like that, especially and it really with does. that character pulling out all the weapons. Like constantly, he finally gets to the point. Sylvester Stallone's character Oscar, where he's just like, "Give me all your weapons," and it goes. It's oh, like that yeah, two he's minute scene where he's pulling things. Yeah. He brings out like the mace at one point. Yes, a a, a stick of TNT, and it's just so over the top. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it feels like definitely it definitely feels like that. But it works so much better than all these other movies that try to do this cartoony feel. Outside of like Roger Rabbit. Well, it's the vaudeville type of humor. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that who's it's that on over first the top. kind of joking question. Because that's a lot. A lot of this is um, mis- miscommunication in the movie. That's yeah. where the humor is de- uh, derived from. It, it's, Bumbling mishaps. Yeah. That escalate. It's the complete opposite of serendipity. Yeah. It is misconnections the movie. Everybody just done in 10 minutes, this movie would be. If <laughs> one person would fucking say what is going on yep. instead of beating around the bush to try to get out. And that's that's the humor. And that's a very classical kind of humor. Marissa Tomei. Yes. Is in this movie. Yeah. Very young Marissa Tomei. This must be before. Uh, Still incredibly. My cousin Minnie. Ah, or maybe around. Maybe around co- the same time. Okay. She looks so young. If she, This is after my cousin Minnie. She looks. She is really also young. just hamming at the fuck up. Oh, everybody is. Having a blast. I mean, Tim Curry's in this movie. Exactly. To tell you, like, yeah. the level of ham. The only person who can't reach the ham is Sylvester Stallone, I feel. That's why that's I was going to go earlier. Yeah. And that's why I can see him maybe wanting to go this route. But this is a bad... It's just yeah. not... He's not ready for it at this point. Yeah. And I don't know. I've seen him in some of the Expendable movies later on and some stuff. And I still don't think his comedic timing is great. Uh, the best it's probably been in is Creed, and that's again because he's a supporting with, character. Yeah, he's working and he's off working of Chadwick Boseman, or not? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Michael place? B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. And I don't think there's a strong, strong act. Not to say these aren't great actors, but you don't have that. They're one much more of an ensemble. Lift yeah. You up. They're they're movie. all just playing off each other and having they're fun. A bunch of character actors. Yes, exactly. And then Sylvester Stallone is not a character no. actor. He's, a, he's an and action star. Maybe he could have been, but at this point, you're right. He just wasn't ready for this. And and it you can tell, but it's not. It doesn't ruin the movie. Who's the fucking detective that's hunting him? Is that? Uh, it's Red from that '70s show. That's right. And, that's uh, right. RoboCop. I can't think of his name. Peter Weller. Oh, Peter Weller's is the RoboCop. Um, oh, oh, you're talking about the dude from that '70s show. Yeah, Red, I can't think of his name uh, either. Red Foreman. But that's the detective who's hunting him, right? I thought there was somebody else with him too. Kurtwood but... Smith. Yeah, Kurtwood Smith. And then the two other ones are Art Lafleur, who's like that guy with the squinty eyes and like the real old PI dick face. Okay, yeah. You know. And then I don't know the other ones. Somebody else. Not important. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that other guy. I'm so I'm so happy that you liked Oscar because this one was yeah. a it was another one that was going to be a fifty fifty shot with me. I thought you were either going to really like it or really fucking hate it and hate me. No, 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 not at all. I don't. No, no. There is definitely nothing in this movie I think to hate. And in fact, I I want to praise this movie even more because I think I don't remember a single fucking. I, ironically, as I say this, I don't remember a swear word. <laughs> a single fucking cuss word in that whole movie. I think there's maybe a couple of dammits. Maybe, but like nothing real big. It feels like a perfect PG kind of like clue was. It's like that same kind mm-hmm. of humor. It's it's smart. It's dry or like dirty, rotten scoundrels. I don't know. There was just this this era of movies in the 80s. Yeah. And, and early apparently 90s. early 90s, too. Uh, that didn't go raunchy. I think they had raunch, and then they had these kind of more it was like wholesome it w- comedies. Well, not only it was like that; it's tasteful, more tasteful, sure. But like even tasteful, like sexiness, like it wasn't done in like a gritty or a slutty or like a. No. It was like it was weird. It was like there's literally no murder 
or offings or whackings in this movie for no. a movie with the mafia. You know, all you have is that one picture. And then again, the misunderstanding that they, the guy thinks the tailors oh, killed this guy yeah. because they're hitmen or so he thinks, but they're just tailors and they're saying, look at this body we made. We can do this for you. We hope to do you one day. Yeah. And like, that's funny, but like, that's as like dark as it really gets. It's just like an offhanded gag. So it is, it's just this light, kind of airy, smart, quick moving comedy. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It's very well paced. I would be hard pressed to find anybody who's offended by this. Maybe somebody would say like it, it was boring or I didn't think it was that funny. But like there's nothing bad in this at all. It's I, it's entertaining. It has a clear plot. Oh, yeah. You understand what is going on the whole time. Mm-hmm. And even a lot of times you know what's coming up and it's still enjoyable. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. It's it's not a perfect movie, but it's a really fucking good movie. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Um, I, you know, we can get deep into it, but like even smaller scenes, the way they kind of pass around the briefcases at a certain point, like, again, you you know, probably the outcome and that's not important, but like the way they shoot it, it's engaging. It's entirely clear at any point, you know, exactly who has what case. And there's like three or four different cases going around mm-hmm. at certain points. And it becomes like this giant shell game. But like the movie's shot so confidently, like you just, you know, you have no doubts of what's going uh, on. Fucking John you Landis. Of, like, you know, everybody's motivations. And this is the interesting thing about John Landis is I didn't know he did this movie. And one, I am very surprised. Did you not know until after you watched it? I knew as soon as I started because oh, because it says it the credits. It says I was like, oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure this is gonna be good. <clears throat> but one, very surprised that we have now covered two John Landis movies instead of like two Tarantino movies or two Edgar Wright movies. Like I'm just well, technically shocked. we did Kill Bill one and two. Uh, it's a technicality. Yeah, because uh, it's supposed have to be we not one done movie. another Tarantino? No, and that's what I'm saying. Like wow, we've done one Kevin Smith movie. We've done like one Spielberg. What movie, What the fuck maybe. are we waiting on? Right, but like we've got two John Landis's in the bag. So I just I just was reflecting. I was like, that's interesting. here's another thing. I never knew I liked John Landis so much until coming back through for this turn. That was my number two point. Is I I think now I have to go back to John Landis's filmography yeah. because I think I've overlooked him as a director. I've always known him him as a yes. this great director. Yeah. He did Thriller, man. Dude did Thriller. Yeah. Not the song, but he did that fucking music video. And Which that's one of the most as good as the thong song come at me. Yeah, as the thong song. As I agree. the thong song. <laughs> thriller the thong, is as thong, good thong, thong. as the thong song. <laughs> not better. Let's not get crazy here. It's as good. Thong Song is an American masterpiece. (laughs) Let's not get it twisted here, folks. Uh, Yes. Cisco Uh, is on the level. Michael Jackson. Come at me. (laughs) Experience grind versus that gap. (laughs) That's just going to destroy communities if I put that statement out there. Um, I saw this movie, like, I was like eight or nine, probably. I was at my dad's, Mm. and it was channel surfing. I don't even know what channel it was, and I don't know why I stopped on it. But I remember watching this whole movie and being like, this movie's awesome. I loved it. And I, again, like from that point, my, I tried to talk to everybody about Oscar and nobody has ever heard of it. It's, well, again, I, I get why. Mm-hmm. I completely get why. But I think it's definitely one anybody could go back to pretty easily and enjoy. Again, like you said, I it's inoffensive. It there with Clue. It's you got kids, man. Watch this with your kids. I, yeah, absolutely. This was, I was watching it. It is like thinking, a cartoon. I could put this on in the family video when I was working there because they had strict rules about what you could have, couldn't watch in the store. And I would get like very happy when I could kind of twist that and be like, Oh, I could technically watch the artist or I could watch dirty, dirty little scoundrels or dirty rotten, rotten dirty rotten scoundrels, you know? Um, so this would go right up there. I think I would absolutely put this on. Um, <clears throat> just. A great little ensemble comedy. I think that's really... I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. We're going to have to pad here, I guess. I know. This is a short episode. I didn't think it was going to be this short. Yeah. Yeah, I guess somebody should have had controversial uh, thoughts. I really thought we were going to spend 10 minutes debating Salone's acting quality here. Oh, man. It's just... Yeah. He's a good friend of mine and of yours, (laughs) but... 
we're, we're, we're such good friends because yeah. we can be honest with each other. Yeah, and it's the weakest part, but... I He did get a lot better, though, man, because dude did Copland. I've still not seen Copland. So man, all right, know. that is the next movie. Not man. the next, but <laughs> we got to do Copland, man. It's actually, it's a really good cop, like, thriller drama. Do you like The Negotiator? Oh, that Sam Jackson yeah. Kevin Spacey movie? It was fine. I, I don't... think that's a really well-paced thriller. Especially. I don't remember it too well, but I remember it just being. I really like. Fine. I really like the Negotiator. It's, that's another one of those comfort movies. Like I can watch that anytime. Really, fucking love the Negotiator. Huh? Oscars, one of them. I'd watch okay. this anytime. I could see Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Strangely, Training Day. I know, weird, right? Oh yeah, that's a heady movie. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking weird. I it started that one because we used to watch it when we'd go on tour. When we'd crash at people's houses, uh, we had this like kind of weird tradition where if they had training day, we had to watch it before we went to sleep. So we watched training day a lot together. Okay. So it's kind of a special place movie, but sure. I guess that makes a little bit more sense then with the context. What? A, I don't know. Let's talk about those for a little bit. You got any other, like a, a vanilla movie that you can just watch anytime? <sighs> so many, so many. I mean, the one I've talked about it already on the podcast, but like Scott Pilgrim. Okay, it's yeah. It's just, it's downloaded on my phone. Like, I literally have that so I can watch it at any point that I could ever want to watch it. That's awesome. I will go on, like, a two-hour road trip up to Indy and just put that movie on and just in the background, to listen to it, and then two hours back, I'll put it on again. And it's just, I don't know, I've had that wherever I go. That's a movie that I can just comfort watch. You think you can do a thingy on that rail? Thingy? <laughs> you mean a grind, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Chris Evans is so good. That whole movie is so good. It is a really great God movie. Damn, we that... praised it a lot. Here's, uh, here's uh. another thing and a spoiler for an upcoming episode. Uh, when he was here recording his part for an upcoming episode, Simon, I let oh. him borrow my DVD copy because I have the Blu-ray, so it has a DVD oh. of Scott Pilgrim. Is he wanting to talk about that? I mean, we could. I We might. I don't know. He just said he fucking loved it. He's like, this movie is amazing. And right? I was like, I knew you would like it, dude. I, it encapsulates so many things. Is that the only things. Edgar Wright we've done? I thought we did a Baby Driver. That's the only one we've done. We we've been waiting about... on the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, I would love to do the Cornetto trilogy and go back through there. Be... Let's do it. Yeah, real and let's put... do that in the new year. I'm down for starting that. in January. Absolutely, I'm down with this. Let's do one a month. How about that? Sounds good. Boom, we got it covered. I like it. Cornetto trilogy. I finally got Laura to watch Hot Fuzz for the first time at the end of last year. And, uh, spoiler alert, looking back it. just now, that's your favorite. Hot Fuzz is my favorite. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to watch all three and we'll see if that changes. Yeah. I still disagree. I, I, Hot Fuzz, I love more and more every time I see it, but it's my least favorite of the three. Really? Wow. That's a very that shocking. Likes World's End the best. Wow. That's my favorite. You might be the only person I know of in the world. Nobody picks World's End. No. And I don't, like, get off in that, like, oh, man, I'm so cool. I'm the only one no, like, I know. in. I... But, like, that just hits every button for me. It hits that weird sci-fi beat with, like, the aliens. I love kind of the very nihilistic ending of it and just kind of how it embraces the stupidity of the characters. And then they have, like, legitimate consequences to deal with forever now. Yeah. Um, I love the callbacks to all of the Edgar Wright films and kind of the specific visual gags that they reference from Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz over again. And I love just like the kinetic fight scenes, like, cause he comes yeah. off of Scott Pilgrim and then follows up with World's End. Yeah. And I think he learned a lot on Scott Pilgrim and you can tell because like that bathroom set piece yeah. is amazing. It's just an amazing piece of fucking work. Uh, what other comfort movies? I'm trying to think of other ones that I have. Well, yeah, I mean, we could list out, like, all the good ones, you know, right? Or, like, the amazing classics that you could probably watch well, whenever. Yeah, but, but I'm not I'm not talking about, like, the general ones. I want to know what your comfort movies well, are. That's, I guess that's the thing, is I have many. It really... I'll, <laughs> surprising no one, any Marvel Cinematic sure. Universe movie. Those are different for me. I can't I can just put, put on, those on. Oh, I could. I gotta, like, be in a mood, and I gotta be ready, and then I gotta watch it. I never end up doing this. I'll be like, I've got 10 minutes to kill. And so I go into YouTube and I'll do like a scene from one of them. I'm like, yeah, I should just watch it. 
And then I'll put it on and do something else in the background. But like, I can't tell you how many times I've watched like Doctor Strange or Thor Ragnarok or Guardians 2 because of Netflix. Where it's like, oh, well, it's there. Uh, here, let's put it on. Fair Black Panther. I was like, I was probably, I was very lukewarm coming out of the theater on it. But like, I've now seen that movie like four or five times. Just because it's on Netflix and it's Marvel. That's so comfort. I like it more now. The more I see it, the more I well, all right. Maybe I need to watch it, it again. Like, absolutely. If fucking Thor the Dark World was on Netflix, I'd probably put it on because like, I don't know. It's, it hits this weird comfort thing. I don't know. It's a warm blanket. It is. When I was a kid, uh, it was the movie Trimmers. I get that. I do I look forward to maybe talking about Trimmers. Maybe we do that for Halloween this year. I know Brooks likes Trimmers a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... I like that we're just planning out for the next year at the end of this episode, <laughs> and we're not even at our like best of the year stuff. But. Yeah, Brooks does love some trimmers. Uh, the Bill and Ted's are like warm comfort blankets. I would absolutely watch those. I'm trying to think like when Going I'm channels back now. They they're dated so bad, yeah. and especially like that first one's kind of weirdly backwards in some of its. Thoughts. Oh yeah, well because it's doing incredibly specific caricatures of historic figures. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's some issues, but yeah. it's, I don't know, it's the same thing. It's like, I can just tune it out and be like, whatever, I'm not seeing this 80s sexism. This ah. is, this is fun. This is fun. I want to see Napoleon be a Ziggy Piggy. It's okay. It's fine. Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Tremors is, I'm tr- like I said, I'm trying to think of movies that like, when I had cable, if I was channel surfing through, mm. I'd, Back to the Future. Oh, I'll watch yeah. Back to the Future any fucking time. Oh, yeah. Back to the Future. Really, anything from Spielberg. Like, any a of the lot. Indiana Jones. E.T. gets me. a little heady, but I could probably watch any Indiana Jones. Well, not four. I'd watch E.T. Yeah. I could watch E.T. too. E.T.'s... Close Encounters, Jaws, any God, of really? those. Jaws, I could absolutely watch any time, mm-hmm. any place, no doubt. I like to watch Jaws in a pool sometime. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That'd be creepy as fuck, right? It would be... I think what is not often talked about, and I heard this on a podcast I was listening to that were, uh, they were reviewing the movie, the Meg from earlier this year. And I guess the Alamo draft house had a Meg outdoor event where you went into a pool with a life raft and they gave you complimentary drinks and everything. And they said within 20 minutes, that pool just smelled like straight piss because nobody wanted to leave because there's the the bathroom. You're in the movie. But you're also drinking. And you're drinking hardcore. So it was just like gross, nasty piss water the entire time. No. And I have to imagine that's any kind of outdoor water experience. It can't be good. All right. Good. You sold me. Yeah. I just, I would never do it (laughs) after hearing that. Thanks for that, buddy. You saved me. I like killing dreams. Thank no. You for, thank you for fulfilling my dream see, of killing dreams. You said killing <laughs> dreams, but I see it more as saving me. Yeah. I Nobody should sit through that. That's a punishment. Oh. That's not like pay your oh. money. Ugh. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, anything, any kind of monster movie. Really? From the 80s or 90s. If we're talking like flipping through cable, like... Anytime Saturday or Sunday there was anything remotely like alien or monster related, that's what I'm watching. I put it on. I don't care if it's good or bad. Who did you who did you like better? Elvira or Joe Bob Briggs? Joe Bob Briggs. Not even a contest. I think me too. Elvira had the tits. I mean let's not And she's fun. She's fine. I didn't I didn't fall in line with her sense of humor very much. I thought it was It was that weird gothy like yeah. Are you Morticia Adams or yeah. what? And that 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 scene never appealed to me. I hung out with goth kids for sure. I hung out with a lot of I people. I like some goth music. Um what's goth music? That's like really like uh Like what's an I, example? I, I would maybe count do. Stabbing Westward. Oh see, nobody is gothy. Don't know them. Uh Nine Inch Nails kind of dips Tool, its toe. Tool Nine Inch no. Nails. I mean, goth probably listened to it, but I wouldn't say it's specifically goth. Those are like ones that overlap. It's like they. they I'm sure there's like goth actual section. goth people out there yelling at me. Um, I don't know goth. I music. think him is a goth band. Then I love him. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Really, him I think Ben loves him too. What Ben? It's like just bringing up there, man. More and more. I'm pretty sure Ben loves him. Him is like guilty pleasure. Really, of the highest. I've level. tried to get into them. I don't. I've I don't say. Every single album. All right, let's fucking get real here. Uh, him was a huge college like addiction for me. 
So like, were you huge so into Jackass him. and? Yeah, it was because of uh, the Bam Margera, right? Like yeah. he had that heartogram all the time. Which was and their I had logo. to look it up and like he uh the him Villabala yeah Villabala or whatever he'd show up on a Viva La Bam a couple times right? yeah and so I kind of get uh, introduced him to to him that way and then my sister who is three or four years younger I should know this I'm not giving an age range she's like two years younger there we go um okay uh, let's let's uh estimate the number <laughs> I already know um she's two years younger than me she got real big into him and before like i ever did and like i kind of overheard it from her okay and then like it was them in my chemical romance i admittedly got off casey just from really? osmosis okay and i got really big into them in college him i got into so much and i was like that fucking douchey little kid that was like no you don't understand their lyrics their <laughs> lyrics are like fucking poetry like i argued that was the fucking uh... art this guy was singing and now i look back at some lyrics i'm like yeah. God, what a dumb douche I was. But I did it too, and everybody would, listening has done it. Don't I lie, would incorporate that dicks. into my art projects for school. That's okay, man. It inspired lyrics. you. That's fine, uh, man. But man, they really, they really worked a number on me. And so I can like every now and then I'll hear like Poison Girl or something I'm like. I don't know. So that pretty song. good. It's so pretty good. But that's okay. I, <laughs> dude, if you looked at my Amazon music download list. Like ninety percent of it is just nostalgia. Oh yeah, I'm um, so trapped. Pat, uh, nothing comes in after like 2010, I've 2012. Got, uh, no, see now I've got modern stuff because the other ten percent is like corporate bubblegum pop. I fucking love that shit. Oh, corporate bubblegum pop. Yeah, like like Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears, man. I've I've said it many oh. times. Love Britney Spears. Okay. Uh, I get down on some NSYNC. I don't have any on my oh, phone right that now. Kind. Yeah. Um, I like, but I, I like this more indie pop. This, like yeah, Tegan I like a lot of Sarah. Like, uh, there's this chick I've been into a lot lately named Poppy. Well, I don't and know. She's that. super fucking weird, but it's all super poppy shit. It's, it's really cool. I like her a lot. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I like I like weird shit like that. And I do too. I like baby metal. I've talked to you about baby metal. Baby metal is like, awesome. They that, scratch that my itch in a way that like shouldn't be because I don't. Metal per- and pop and like yeah, J pop specifically. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I don't like J pop. I love J and K pop. <laughs> and there's this fucking K pop song that just got released for like Riot, who makes League of Legends. Oh yeah, like paid to have this song made, and it stars like league of legends like three of these girls they it's a girl band okay but then there's four like k-pop stars that are actually doing the voices for him it's fucking amazing it's so fucking good all right we're gonna have to link that video yeah so uh, what's really fucking awesome (laughs) is that not only is there a kick-ass video i will then also immediately show you they fucking did it live with like these crazy 3d graphics that were on the stage of the characters at the opening ceremony of the League of Legends, like that's World like Champions. the dream, right, dude? It's so crazy Since awesome. The first time I heard Gorillas, I was like, "I want this live." Yeah, give me live cartoons singing. Dude, it's gonna Please. blow you away. It's fucking so killer. I'd be down for that. All right, right. I'm interested just for the technology alone. Um, come for movies. Yeah, Still we got we got off here. I know. Forrest we- Gump. Really? Forrest Gump's I, one. Yeah, I guess that is one. That I could do Forrest Gump anytime. I don't even love it as much as some people love it, but it's one that you can just get sucked in because every five minutes there's like a new fucking scene. It just moves so quick. It's a black hole of your time. It's a black hole of your time. It is. It is. Um, any kind of horror oh, anthology, if it's on like, I because of the quickness, I'll, I'll just watch. Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy and Black Sheep, both. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Tommy Boy is anywhere close. Like, oh, yeah, we're watching Tommy Boy. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's watch Tommy Boy. A lot of those That's SNL comedies. Yeah. Austin Powers, one through three. Wayne's World, one and two. Yep. You know. Just these. Uh, do you think that's because we grew up with those? Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors, I don't uh, love as much, but Uncle Buck, I can Uncle watch. Buck, again, Planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles. See, now for me, Great Outdoors, it's a big thing because we will watch that like every time we go sp- mm-hmm. to my cousin's. Like, I and we'd stay the week in there. As growing yeah, up, Yeah, I think so, that too. That definitely helps. That becomes a comfort. Yeah, because I watch um, The Man Who Knew Too Little with Bill Murray. Really? And it's not a good movie at all. No. And, like, you go back and watch it, and it's, like, really bad. But, like, I can still watch it. Huh. You know why? Because I watched it as a dumb fucking kid ten times. And, like, I know the beats. And it just... it. 
See, that, I that watched comfort. Oscar tons as a kid. It's, you know. But Oscar still holds up. Oscar's good. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's just, I don't know. There, there are certain things that hit you when a kid. And you can get lucky. And, like, just as a kid, like, you have to get tuned into something that was good. But I don't know. For every, like, Oscar you remember, I'm sure there's garbage that you've loved as a kid, too. Man. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> some garbage we loved as a kid. Well, That's a good one, too. Admittedly, the man who knew too little <laughs> okay. is there. Sure. Um, hmm. Here's the thing. Uh, I would watch them with my sister, and I uh-huh. pretended to hate them. All those fucking Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, movie movies. Did okay. You, did you have to do this, too? Um, like, here's I the thing. did I, because of youth group, not my sister okay. specifically. I didn't hate them. I uh-huh. mean, I knew that they were... youth group daycare, sorry. I knew that they were, like, dumb, but mm-hmm. it was a movie. Again, it's easy to follow. Mm-hmm. And it's at least holding your interest. Yeah. They fine. They were fine. Um I don't remember loving them as a kid or being excited. Spice World was um I'm sure it's a garbage movie. I also like the movie. I've a never lot as went a kid. back, but I loved as a kid, yeah. Let's do Spice World sometime <laughs> next year. Uh another good one that I could watch comfort wise anytime is the first Jurassic Park. Ooh. Yeah. I will watch that anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Um Another bad one that I like as a kid that I probably shouldn't like. Let me think here for a bit. Because even as a, even now looking back through the nostalgia, I still kind of think they're they're good because I like them. Sure. Yeah, that is hard. I mean, it really would help if you just had a list of everything you like with like the there's Rotten this, Tomatoes next to it. So there's you could this say, like, oh, really, like that one. really terrible Daniel Stern movie called Bushwhacked. I love that as a kid. It's a terrible movie, though. Oh. It's really dumb. Yeah, I'm sure by that token, any of those Macaulay Culkin movies around that time, like Richie Rich, I was oh, really into. See, I hated, I hated Richie the Rich. Ghost, I loved. I liked Casper a lot, man. But Richie Rich, you did not like? I fucking hated Richie Rich. Why? A big part of it is because I was forced to see it. I was like, sure. I was probably 12 or 13. I was right at that age where I oh, thought it was a dumb okay. kids movie. Sure. But we were going to the movies for my sister's birthday. My mom was taking my sister and some of her friends, and she wouldn't let me stay at home. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go, and I had to go watch Richie Rich. I fucking hated it every second of it. Such a dumb movie. I still hate it. Mandy likes it, and she'll watch it. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not watching this one. Fucking wow. Hate Richie Rich. Did you like it? Yeah, I've got no issues with yeah, it. I really despise uh, that movie, I like man. It quite a bit. I, I got a bone to pick with that movie. <laughs> I think some of it was filmed in North Carolina, close to us. Oh, really? I think in Durham, maybe. Or maybe it was the Biltmore State. Probably the Biltmore State. That would make sense. I don't know. If only there was an internet, but I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't really cares? care. Enough. I don't care that much either. Um, Hated Richie Rich. You're, hard, you're, you're right. It is hard to think of like bad movies that you really enjoyed. People poo on Ghostbusters, too, but I, I liked loved it. it as a kid. Yeah, who cares? It's serviceable. Yeah. It's a yeah. bit dumb and a bit fan servicey. Fuck it. Yep. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, this was a it's bad question to, to ask because it is hard yeah, to... Yeah, I can't really think on that one. I can't either. So, I don't know, man. I don't really got much else. I don't want to stretch just to stretch. You know what I'm saying? So... That's true. I think we had some good conversation there about some weird movie things. We set some stuff up for the next year. We did. That's, that's see huge. See if we follow through on it. I forgot what it is already. <laughs> no. Cornetto Trilogy... Absolutely. Trimmers. Uh-huh. And well, there was one more there at the end. Spice World. Spice World. Yeah. That one's going to be interesting. Yeah, I... Huh. From what I remember, uh, it can't be good. 13 Ghosts is a bad movie that I loved a lot and watched repeatedly. Is that Kevin Bacon? No, that one is... Oh, that's the Echoes. one with... That's a good one. 13 Ghosts is Matthew Lillard. I hate that movie, too. I loved it. I fucking hate that I movie. I loved it when it came out, and oh. I watched it nonstop. It is garbage. Here's one. I love The Cell, and The Cell is kind of considered a pretty shitty movie, I think. I don't I know still if it love is. The Cell. Maybe. I don't know if it's considered shitty. I think... We should do that again next year, too, because I haven't that's seen it for a Singh. long time. The director went on to do, like, art, like, good stuff, like yeah. The Fall and... Um, Oh, I guess not, because he did Immortals in uh, Mirror Mirror. But I challenge you to watch The Immortals and tell me it doesn't fucking look beautiful. Okay, yeah. It is a gorgeous looking film. The Cell was all, it was really interesting. Yeah, I think The Cell, I thought, for some reason, I remember it being favorably reviewed. Not like amazing, but it was like fine to good, you know. Is The Crow a bad movie? I never watched it because I don't care for it. And the people who did like The Crow, I thought were losers. 
I loved the crow. I figured as much. <laughs> I went I went as the crow on Halloween in high school two times. <laughs> I fucking love the crow. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's so edgy and so fucking try hard and dumb. Uh especially looking back it on is. it now, but I still love the crow so much. Yeah. That said, I still don't imagine you getting any shit for that like I'm going to get for liking him. <laughs> yeah, you will get way more shit I for liking him than I do for liking for the crow. Whatever. I, <laughs> I can listen to it. Anyways, man. So, uh, let's wrap this up then. Oscar, 100%, yes. I say. Fucking watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Uh, I think I watched it on Amazon. I think it was like two bucks, two or three bucks for me to rent. I think it's uh, part of the HBO. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah. Maybe I saw it on HBO. HBO. So if you have HBO, it's on there. Otherwise, it's two or three bucks. Yeah. And it, it, I think it's worth it, especially mm-hmm. for real. You guys that do listen to have kids, you can easily watch this with your kids. If you're that strapped up for $3, you can find it on YouTube in shitty quality. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. I can't watch shitty quality. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either, man. I'm above it. I, I can't do 240p I w- or 360 anymore. Uh, yeah. I just, I can't. Can't. Even 480, I kind of stubbed my nose at. Even, like, I hated it because when we watched that shitty fucking weed movie with Phil. Oh, God, yeah. That quality was garbage, and I hated it. Yeah, it only made that movie feel even more oppressive. I know, man. <laughs> I was like, what it's, the fuck, dude? It's a bad experience. I got worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, that's all I got to say, man. Good job on the stream. I'm glad we did it you again. Too, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And and thank you uh, so real. much again for everybody who Good tuned call. in to listen. Um, thank you to Sean and Mitch for flying down and joining us and really helping us out through like some of the tough times. Micah and Dave, uh, you guys coming up so, really wait, meant a lot. Sean and Mitch, who are from the Nerdy Thursday podcast. Oh, yeah, podcast, get the full plugs in there. Yes. They're fucking awesome dudes. They flew down from Massachusetts yeah. to hang out with us for like 36 or so hours. Mm-hmm. So awesome, because I love both those dudes, Yeah, and to just get to hang out with them for like a full straight, which is like 24 hours. Yeah. It was awesome. We also had Micah and Dave, who of course, from Tadpog, came up. They hung out for like nine or so hours, which went yeah. like that. Yeah, it did. It was so fucking fast, and it was really sad when it was over, because we were all having a blast. Brooks, of course, came mm-hmm. up. Brooks, uh... Brooks hung a long time, too. Yeah, he was here for a good long while. Yeah. And uh, Casey, of course, came again. Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hartman showed yeah. up here and there and did what Hartman wants to do. Casey was a fucking champ, too. And I'll sing his praises because he was like in and out of sleep. But he got right up from a fucking deep sleep to then do Bulgar and then yeah. immediately take shots of beer like every minute for an hour. Yeah. Essentially. And did not complain and fucking... Just was such a trooper. It was fun, man. I like that. need to be saying And I think that was the real inspiration for what we want to try to do next year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll kind of maybe hold our cards, Mm -hmm. but I think we're envisioning something a little bit more formatted. Yep. And easier to tune into. Yep. I think. And so... You'll you'll know what you're getting. Yeah. Every point in time. Yeah. Yeah. There... Yeah. Yeah. The theme for next year, people, is professional. It's going to look good. Is going to run good. Yes. You're going to be amazed. I'm, I'm yeah. getting into an Oscar accent. Oh, it's okay. I see. That's what I was doing here. You're going to fucking love it. It's going to blow you away and you can't say no. Yeah. I don't know. I lost it there. I should have shut up a long time ago. Also, here's a quick little bit of symbolism from Oscar. If you didn't pick it up, uh, just before you go to send you off with a good one. Uh, Tim Curry's character being the ele- ele- elocutionist. Yeah. Um, the study of languages and communication in this whole fucking movie is about miscommunication. There's a reason he's in there. Just a little pay attention to film 101 for you. Do, 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 do. That's you listeners. Be smarter. Look out for this. I didn't pick up on that. You just showed (laughs) that to me. So thanks. Oh, that's nice of you to take that hit for the listeners. But listeners, be smarter. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Ask more from your movie. Ask not what movies can do for you. Ask not what your movies can do for you, (laughs) but ask what you can do to better understand the movies that are made for you. Holy shit. Where'd Kyle go? This is John F. Kennedy. (gasps) Sir, I don't know what to say to you, because I literally know nothing about you. (laughs) But I am insulted, sir, and I take my leave of you. Good day.
Hey, what did I miss, man? The ghost of John F. Kennedy Holy just came shit. in here. Yeah, I don't know what was up, but... Man, we get so many crazy celebrity guests. He was really into it's what It's amazing we saying. don't have more listeners. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? We need to start, like, pimp this out, like, paranormal ghost activity, whatever TV show. Yeah. Listeners, for real, like... Uh, you know, maybe hit up Sylvester Stallone's Twitter for us and oh my God. tweet him this episode of Oscar for us and be like, hey, Sylvester, they love nobody, this movie. <laughs> nobody talks about Oscar, but these guys did. And here's the thing. I think Oscar deserved an Oscar. We're going out on that. Shh. That's just for if Stallone listens. What's our improv? Yeah, sure. Are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> Everybody, uh, thank you for real one last time. Anybody who watched or donated during the 24-hour yes. stream. Thank you to everybody who listens now. Thank you especially to anybody who donates to us on Patreon. Uh, we do have the newest episode coming out very soon that will star sound engineer Andrea, as always, where we again will answer a lot of questions from Yahoo Answers. It's always a fun time. Um, and that's pretty much all I got to say. If you want access to Patreon, it's a dollar a month. We don't ask much. Mm-hmm. That's just it. And Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> uh, go check out Oscar. Go check us out. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about us sure. if you want. Uh, we try to do a good thing here. We hope you like what we do. Mm-hmm. If you haven't yet, maybe give us one of them five-star reviews on iTunes. It doesn't even have to be five stars. I hear that's just what the cool kids call it. Mm-hmm. I um, hear people talking about Yelp. Give us a review on Yelp. Sure, yeah. Let's I'm sure the, that will help. Are any podcast on Yelp? Let's be the first Yelp <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yelp Fucking give us a Yelp review, everybody. Let's do that. Hit like us up. It. Go on Amazon. Uh, just find a random product and then review Experience Grind in that random product. Do that too. Screen capture and send it to us. And we'll, we'll give you something if you do that. I promise. I'll give you something. I've got some cool shit I've got to give away here. So, <laughs> uh, Anyways, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And we will catch you next time, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye, y'all.